Hi, this is Variety Shana Verify Kashi Media Podcast Live. I just want to give an update of our new listenership list for 2022 for the month of April. I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners around the world globally. And I truly, truly appreciate you all tuning in and listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. We're always working to improve our content each and every time that we publish our content. I just want to say thank you to USA. Thank you so much for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Brazil, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Morocco, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Ireland, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Germany, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Algeria, Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Russia, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Japan, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. United Kingdom, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Italy, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Israel, Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Spain, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Canada, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. China, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. France, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Czech Republic. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Ghana, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Belgium, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Panama, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Malaysia, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Uganda, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Slovakia, Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. France, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Portugal, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Iran, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Kenya, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Taiwan, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Austria, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Turkey, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Tunisia, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Hungary, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Egypt, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Switzerland, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Colombia, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. India, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Romania, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Netherlands, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Mexico, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Philippines, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Australia, Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Saudi Arabia, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Gabon, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Sudan, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Denmark, thank you for listening 
to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Nigeria, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Uh, Panama, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Singapore, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Mozambique, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Saria, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Lebanon, Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Norway, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Belgium, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Ghana, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Puerto Rico, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Burkina Faso, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Cameroon, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Emirates, Dubai, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Peru, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Amen, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Rwanda, Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Martinique, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Sweden, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Benin, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Guatemala, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Ivory Coast, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Costa Rica, Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Gabon. Oh, I mentioned you already. I'm sorry. Dominic Republic. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Ukwe. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Hashimate. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. We truly appreciate you all tuning in and listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. I'm so forever thank you and grateful for you tuning in and listening, downloading us and streaming us. Keep listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. We're truly grateful to your listenership. Thank you. Variety Chenevere. Hi, this is Variety Shunavere of Akashi Media Podcast Live doing a commentary on the Chicago Federal Trial of R. Kelly and his new um, witnesses that took the stand this week. Okay, um, the mother of, um, of the used to be the 14-year-old girl, supposedly, um, the 14-year-old, then she was 15, then she was 16. The first time she ever had sex with R. Kelly, she was like three different ages during the first time she ever had sex with him. But um, the niece of Sparkle, well, Sparkle's sister testified today that she also had sex with R. Kelly. What the hell is going on with this trial? Everyone in the family of Sparkle was having sex with R. Kelly. The sisters having sex with R. Kelly. The nieces having sex with R. Kelly. Then they having sex with R. Kelly and his wife. And I do believe Sparkle also has sex with him as well. Just crazy. 
Um, I'm going to say this about um, teenage sex. I was a teenager once. And I grew up in the 90s. And how things were in the 80s and in the 90s, per se the 80s, because I was in high school in the 80s. Um, Number one, sex itself, as long as it's consensual, it's okay to have sex. Just about at any age, actually. As long as it's consensual and not rape when you're a teenager. Because there are some teenagers that prefer older people. There's some teenagers that like people the same age. There's some teenagers that might be with someone a little bit younger. When I was going to school, teenage pregnancy was on the rise. And it was high numbers as well. In the 80s and in the 90s, you know. So um, when I was a teenager, and I remember when I turned about 13 years old, Prince was hot. So we had influences like Prince, Vanity Six, The Time, Rick James, um, Vanity Six, um, Mary Jane Girls. Um, We had some of everyone. You know, we had also um, the Isley Brothers. We had Marvin Gaye. Um, We had a lot of different groups that really influenced us sexually, whether it was Black 70s Love or it was just a new generation of us listening to Prince and, and Michael Jackson. Vanity Six and Morris Day in the Time and everything back then, you know, um, that was having influence on our sex life. And I know for a fact that me as a teenager myself, you know, we were hot back then. All of my friends were having sex. Some of my friends had sex with people that were a little older. Like if we were 17 years old, we were seeing guys that were 21. You know, um, they had cars, jobs. Um, Some of us were like, I don't want nobody to live at home. (laughs) You know, we we did a lot of um, just teenage stuff. We had the party line, the hotline party line would get on this line that we had in Detroit. And you can hear this live line open and it'll be like, you yell your phone number. You be like, 933-82111. <laughs> and then they'll call back, did you just call the party line? Like, yeah, I just called the party line. They be like, how you doing, baby? My name is Charles. And he's like, oh, hey, how you doing, Charles? He said, well, my name is Danielle. <laughs> Something like that, you know. Um, You know, we would just have fun like that on the phone. And then we would go meet people that we met on the hotline. On the hotline party line, we would go meet the person that we were talking to. And then when we go meet them, we'd be like, 
kind of saw anything like he did on the phone. I mean, the look, he don't look like anything like he saw on the phone, you know. So we didn't never go by ourselves, but we used to always, like, go, like, maybe two at a time, you know, to go meet people and stuff. And one of my best friends, Peach, her brother had a car, so she he would drive us over there and wait in the car for us and stuff. But <laughs> we did a lot of stuff you know, um, as teenagers. So, um, when I look back at what we did as teenagers and, and looking at the R. Kelly trial and and how things are turning out, R. Kelly, I grew up with him. I grew up with Robert, you know, and, um, as far as I know, Robert never dated anyone underage, not even in high school. Um, we were always, you know, in the same age group when we dealt with, you know, people most of the time, you know, but I had a few guys that were a little older than I was that were maybe seniors and, and things like that, or just graduated or something like that. You know, I went to another high school and things like that. So, um, you know, it's, it's just not abnormal, you know, for a teenager to get involved with someone, you know, believe it or not. Uh, my grandparents got married at the age of 14 years old, you know, and it's, and they were from the South, you know, they were from Alabama. So to each his own, you know, and how things are looked at. But this whole situation right here is totally different. You're dealing with <clears throat> a family that's having sex with a rock star like that, supposedly. And they decided to, I guess, testify, they saying, because um, they want to be paid um, a restitution. And so um, the defense is looking at it from that aspect of they want restitution payments, you know. And then they said earlier before that R. Kelly was supposed to have sex with Aaliyah and her mother. Now he's supposedly had had sex with this minor and her mama and her sister. Weird family, don't you think? Really weird. Um... They were saying that R. Kelly threatened them. He demanded them video back and, and, and so on and so forth. Well, that video was duplicated and there's no way he could have gotten a video back that had already been duplicated and sent all over the world. And it was on the internet and everything and people got a hold of a copy of that video and it was just duplicated over and over and over again. So there's no way he would have been able to pay anyone back asked for someone to give him a video back that had already been duplicated many, many times and could have been edited as well. You know, but I'm a mother and I have a daughter. From my aspect that
like when Prince came out, Prince broke everybody's virginity. When Prince came out on the scene with Uptown and I Want to Be Your Lover and everything, um, he, he, he broke everybody's virginity. I mean, he cracked the cherry open. Because when I saw Prince with them thigh-high boots or those leg warmers and that brief and that trench coat he had on, like Columbo, that was just so different. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God. He is so cute. You know, and he had this poster that was in his Do Me Baby album cover. And I had the poster up on top of my ceiling with him in the shower just so I can look up at Prince at night while I was sleeping or going to sleep. So it'd be looking like he was looking down at me. And it really felt like one time I thought a water fell on top of my face. I said, water fell on top of my face. It was a trip. Um, But yeah, I mean, Prince. I mean, Prince just cracked it open with male and females. You know, um, then he brought up Vanity Six. Everybody was wearing teddies and camisoles with the Jordache jeans, Glory Vanderbilt jeans, jackets. You know, we used to put on our regular T-shirts and stuff and gym shoes on our way to school. But once we got to the school, we went into the school lavatory and we had on our camisoles, tops and stuff. I was walking in with our jackets on, looking sexy and everything. The guys were becoming male dancers and strippers and stuff and having on their briefs and everything. So that's just how it was back then in the day, you know. Um, we were nasty girls. Want to be lovers and everything. I mean, Prince had it going on. I mean, international lover. I used to play his music all day, all night, especially at night. I made sure that his music on my record player stayed on the repeat over and over again. Whether they played the whole album again or same song all over again. You know? But I was going to sleep to that. You know, um, we would sneak. I had my, my bedroom had a back door. It had a door that led to my bedroom. It was just like Michael Jackson, Billy Jean. I had a door that led to my bedroom. And I also had a brass bed. Like Morris Day. I had already had a brass bed because my mama Florence Ballard bought me a brass bed. And I had a brass bed. So, um, I kept that brass bed, you know, all the way up until my teenage years and everything. And even in my early adult years, too. I kept my brass bed. But, um, I had a cousin who had a water bed. So we used to go over there to his house and spend the night and hang out on the weekend at his water bed because it was like the time, you know. So, I mean, we ended up getting all kinds of stuff. We were trying to get water beds in our room. 
brass beds and everything like the time was singing about and stuff because back then even the boys were gigolos too they got lonely you know so um we all had fun back then you know doing these things that we did as teenagers so when I look at this whole R. Kelly situation I just say that um teenage sex can be cool as long as it's consensual sex and not rape. As long as it's not rape, a person can consent to sex at any age, just about. You know, I know guys then told me I started when I was eight. You know, I can't believe that he really started at eight, but it happens. You know, I had cousins that that lived with me in the same home and they woke up with wet dreams and stuff and all kind of stuff. So, this is not something that's unusual that can go on with a teenager. So when that law and the justice are trying to justify things dealing with teenagers and, and having sex and being sexual with someone older, you know, number one is the parent that has to guide their child and to really supervise their child on who they're dealing with, who they're talking to on the phone, and who they're involved with as well. I had a lot of ass. I got a couple ass whippings. Because I actually went down the street to my little boyfriend's house in my little robe and camisole flying down the street to his house. Came back and I got a whipping for doing it. You know, but um, it didn't stop me from doing it. I did it again. But then I didn't have just one little boyfriend. I ended up having several boyfriends after a while. You know, um, and so did my friends. They had several lovers, too. And it happens, you know. And back then, you know, we weren't really strong on videotaping, but we did take pictures. So we used to get our little um, camisoles and our little sexy look on and look at the Vanity Six posters, go buy our jackets and go in the bathroom, put in our makeup and stuff, and come back in our bedrooms and and take pictures with Polaroid pictures with the Polaroid camera. Sometimes we'd get a photograph to the guy that we were dating or we'd keep it for ourselves or whatever. Or we'd write a love letter and mail it to him with the picture. All kind of stuff. So sometimes when you, when you have something on video or on tape, or on a photograph of a teenager. Sometimes it's the teenager that took the picture themselves. Because I did. I took a lot of photographs at my um, camisoles. And actually, um, one of R. Kelly's concerts is when Andrea started going on tour with him. Andrea was wearing a white teddy. That's my teddy. Because R. Kelly has spent the weekend with me. And he was preparing for that um, tour and everything. And I had that teddy. I think I was going to wear that teddy. Or I might have had it on once. Or I wore it with my jeans or something. Or I was going to wear it. And I had just did my laundry. So it was clean. He took my teddy. And when I saw that teddy on Andrea, I called him up and cussed his ass out. I said... Robert, what the hell is Andrea doing with my white 
camera shop. Thank God I did my laundry. And he started laughing. He was cracking up. I'm serious. And I I did see him look like he was balling it up and putting it in his pocket. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's all right, Rob. He was like, well, I was going to buy her one. I was like, yeah, you're going to take her. You're going to take my teddy and put it on her. And it was one of his video concerts when he was standing over her singing. And she was on the on the on the stage on her back dancing with a white teddy on. That's my teddy. <laughs> Thank God I did my laundry, girl. Um, anyway, um, that's that's just basically it. So I just wanted to kind of like point out some scenarios of things that can happen because I had guys that took pictures and they briefs, you know, when they were trying to be sexy like Prince and stuff, and they took you know, pictures in their briefs and stuff in their, like, they look chimp and tail look and stuff like that, you know? So, um, we all did it. Then it wasn't anything that was abnormal, but this is something that you go through when you're a teenager, you know? And we had, um, friends who, parents that were really on a strong Christian row, and, um, we were not on a strong Christian road. Okay, we know about God, but then they started talking about, oh my God, Prince was supposed to be the devil and playing his music backwards and this and that was going on. Michael Jackson was the, was the angel, but he was the gentleman. But in our eyes, even back then, we looked at Michael Jackson like, okay, Michael Jackson is the angel. He's the gentleman, but he's the gentleman that was to get your panties off. Prince was more like forward, like, what you gonna do? Just sit there and watch. So, um, we were into all of them. We were into the time, Morris Day, chili sauce, and all that. So, um, we were prepared in any angle as teenagers. The gentleman, the forward guy and the lonely gigolo. We wanted them all. So, um, there's something that we went through in the 90s and the 80s and stuff like that as teenagers and, and young adults and everything. So, when I look at this child, that's what I see. Young girls and mothers trying to be young. Some mothers didn't have their kids young anyway, so that woman probably had her child young and thought she was still young and still trying to be young or whatever, you know? But, you know, thank God I never had anybody that wanted to be with my boyfriends, thank God. But I did have one guy that did like one of my aunts and thought she was really cute. You know, um, but she didn't cross that line, though. He just thought she had beautiful legs, you know? But those things happen. And even as a teenager, when I was a teenager, commitment was totally out of the abnormal. I would say, who is going to be committed? We were not committing to anyone as teenagers. Um, We had too many boyfriends and they had too many girlfriends. Um... But then eventually we did find someone who really did like us. 
I had a guy who was going into the army, into the military, that left me his car and his car keys to drive while he was in the military. So I had a car to drive to school in. Then I actually had two cars because I already had another car um, that belonged to my mom, Florence Ballard, that I drove to school for high school. So I had that car, and then I had the car that the, that the boyfriend gave me. You know, um, so I had a lot of, you know, things going on, and we all had different things that were going on. I mean, we all had, like, guys that had cars at school. Because, you know, when you go to school, having a car makes you really cool even more so. But we had jobs, too. So I had worked at Popeye's Chicken. I worked at Little Caesar's Pizza. You know, I was wearing um, my Gloria Vanderbilt's and my Jordache jeans at that time. And um, and then also um, I had um, a job. So having a job and then having nice clothes. And, um, and then I had a car, you know, it just put it all together like I was kind of popular too but the guy that I was dating with a couple boys that I was dating also had cars so our friends were like we all had people uh, had dated someone that had cars and we were in the same age group as well too but like I said that sometimes we would step over that line too when we did those those hotline dates and stuff like that you know um, I really wasn't into the 900 number thing at all like that. It was more like we had a private line that was in Detroit that was just like you yell out your phone number and then they leave, you'll bet they phone number and you call them, they call you. And that was it, you know. Some of those days turned out to be kind of cool. Thank God, you know, we were weird ass kids because we were meeting people. None of us got raped. Thank God for that. Um, But we met people. Um, Some we stuck with, some we did not. You know, um, it was was just interesting uh, what we did back then as teenagers and things like that. And like I said, we, we were not loyal to one person as well. So take it or leave it. Those of you out there who know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But I only had one friend that was in high school that got married at 16 because his girlfriend got pregnant. He thought he was doing the right thing, but he ended up cheating by senior year or whatever. But um, I didn't know he was married, but, you know, he was someone that I ended up dating as well. But, um, you know, those things do happen. So it's not, when I look at this trial, I really don't see too much, too far off of what we were doing when we were teenagers. And like I said, as long as it's consensual, then sex is all right at just about any age, you know. I'm not trying to say a five-year-old or eight-year-old or anything like that. I'm just saying like when you're a teenager, like 14, 15, 16 years old, you know, as long as it's not rape, it's consensual, then a teenager is going to do what they want to do, especially girls. Especially girls when they start getting their menstrual. 
they're hot. They are hot and they roaming. Same thing with the boys. So it's, it's human nature, you know, and um, there's always a lot of things that could be going on. And I'm not saying that all teenagers are bad, but I'm just saying, if you grew up in the 90s and in the 80s and you like a 60s baby, you know what I'm talking about. Because I know y'all who grew up in the 40s and the 50s when y'all had all that la, 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 love you, I love you, and all that stuff, and, and, and Jimmy Mack, and, and Baby Love, and all that stuff, and, and all that music they used to play, like in the movie Cooley High, we had those movies to look at and stuff too, like Cooley High, that was also um, films that were influencing to us with black love and teenage love and being teenagers and going to house parties because we did go to house parties with the blue light and the red light in people basements as well too so um y'all already know where i'm going with this so you know what time it is so um like i said this trial to me hopefully the jury will look at it that way in some aspect but I'm just saying um, teenagers are going to do what the hell they want to do because now they I mean they're on a lot of drugs instead and they do have sex but they have weird drugs we really wasn't into a lot of weird drugs or anything like that you know we were just into what we were into finding that hot guy you know because I would see a guy or my friends would see a guy and say has anyone ever told you you look like Prince you know or you kind of look like Michael Jackson you know something like that and then guys would be oh you look like Morris Day too you know, you know, anything that just reminds us of that person. We might not have the real thing, but if we had a look-alike, then the guy has some big points. And, and, and that's just something that I, I just want to point out about being teenagers, you know, because... As a teenager, you're going to experience, especially when you start experiencing sex. Teenagers are really hot. And I will really say that teenagers, when they're really hot and they have a lot of different relationships or a couple relationships, some don't. Not everybody go out there and have different relationships. Some people just have one. But if you were like my group, my peer group, we had different people all the time. And in our peer group, we also had it where we were friends, but we never slept with the same person either. But if we met someone who wanted, who really liked us or wanted to get with us, we would call our friend up and let them know, such and such said he kind of liked me, what you think? Where y'all at? You know, we were like that. We weren't backstabbing each other like that. So we didn't get down like that. Um, but my thing is, is that Teenagers are just basically going to do 
what they want to do when they start getting up in age and stuff. And then you're talking about um, health classes. Back then we had health classes that wanted to talk about safe sex or sex education itself and, and things like that. We were already beyond that point as it is more than likely. How were we beyond that point? Well, we did watch fine porn ourselves in like maybe a relative's stash that we might have had at a cousin's house or snuck out the video and watched Pinocchio or something like that and then maybe end up in their room without their consent and they had Playboy Channel and we'll be watching a Playboy Channel without their consent and knowledge that we were doing that. Teenagers do do stuff like that. But then there was the Playboy um, magazine. And then when I was in high school, everybody was so hot about LaToya Jackson. When she had posed for Playboy, all the boys were going crazy over her poses and how LaToya looked and stuff. And she was really hot. She was like the big thing in, in the Playboy magazine spread and everything and um you know so then guys started dating girls that look like Latoya Jackson you know um that's what they were into you know um so images had a great impact on kids and everything so to get to where R. Kelly is at today and to to have someone to testify 30 years later about something like this. If you know about being a teenager, you know how teenagers are, you already know. I mean, good driving, movies, you name it. You already know when you see that the, the windows are uh, foggy and everything, you already know. Um, all my friends went to the drive-in. What guys we had car- that had cars. So, um... That's how it was. That's how we double dated too. You know, we would pull up in each little row that we had on our own row with our own dates. We weren't in the same car, but we might have been in the front or in the back and stuff with our car, you know, parked. And um, but we usually were some with someone who had their own ride. Or we took our own ride. You know, um, but that's how it was. I mean, I have cousins that have lots of, lots of girlfriends. I have a cousin that dated at least 1,200 girls before he got married. And that was over a couple years' time. Not a couple years, but at least, I would say over a 20-year period. He dated a lot of women. And it was like every other month, every three months, he was picky. But he was dating different people all the time until he found that right person. That happens. And I had a cousin who was actual serial dater. But he's been married for a long time now. He found that right woman and he has seven kids with her now. So um, serial dating can happen. You know, um, but like I said, you know, I'm back then we were taking those... We had the Polaroid cameras. We were taking Polaroid pictures. Uh, we had disposable cameras back then. Um, we weren't really doing like videos back then or anything like that. And no one had a cell phone back then. 
But what we did do, we did get our own phone lines in the house. Because I had my own phone line in the house. And we did get our own phone lines in the house and have three-way calling. That's something we used to do a lot as friends. And get on the three-way calling line and be like nine of us, 12 of us on the phone at one time. Because we all had a three-way calling. So we have one person have three and then be another three and another three and another three kept on on and on and on but it ended up being like our our big you know our big party system just like how they have it today where today is more visual and you have visual um calling video calling same thing and everybody on the phone at one time on a video screen no different than it was when we had three-way calling back then it's the same thing, except this time now it's just visual, you know. So um, you really can't say when these tapes were really made. You can't really say um, if that was said because, according to the trials earlier, well, I guess they said that the girl supposed to have said that that wasn't her in the video, but from what they were saying about the provocative things that she was saying about um, him in the videos is um, other podcasters are saying they just think that's just too out of the out of the way for a girl to say that that young and the type of stuff that she was saying you know um, like ride this daddy ride this who does that I've never in my life caught no god daddy who does that shit None of my friends, I asked my friends, did you ever call a guy dad? Hell no, I ain't called. Why would I want my daddy in my bed? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, motherfucker, no. Never done that. And I would not want to call a guy daddy. The fuck? Ugh. I mean, I'm sure things like that have happened to people, but no, 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 no. We're not going there. You are not going to be my damn daddy. Um... Um, basically, um, you know, I just, I just wanted to, um, you know, point out some things that, that can happen as a teenager and things that I've done as a teenager, some of my friends done as a teenager and things like that. Um, like I said, we used to take pictures and stuff and, and camisoles and, and, and short skirts and mini skirts and things like that and everything back in the day. And um, we were all trying to copy Vanity Six and different stars back then and stuff. And um, and we had our little boyfriends that we trusted that we can get these pictures too. And we did, you know? So looking at someone who has taken the time to put a video together is really no different than how they were doing it back then in the 80s and the 90s, you know? Um, but it's weird. But like I said, um, I think what's weird about the situation that if I was a teenager, I would have had a copy of the video myself and versus someone else actually having the video and getting a hold of the video and then sending it out to the public. That's what's weird because usually a teenager will hold on to everything that they do that they take and that they're a part of. They will hold on to it. And some teenagers, like most teenagers that I knew, wouldn't be quiet about things like that. 
they wouldn't be quiet about being with a celebrity because if any of us had really been with Prince or Michael Jackson or Vanity Six, your ass is going to hear about it. And if we going to get proof, they're going to get proof because the guy's going to find either they're going to bring the panties with them or they're going to have some photographs with them or something. They're going to have something. And they're going to tell the whole damn school, the whole damn class, it is not going to be like kept secret and, oh, it comes out 30 years later. No, uh-uh. If I was with Prince the night before, your ass would know. My friends would know. In fact, we probably would be fighting over Prince. Because my sister said to me one time, she said, if you dated Prince, we, he, he going to have to have just date two sisters. <laughs> But you know what? Neither one of us would have cared. (laughs) I am serious. Neither one of us would have cared. (laughs) So, um, this is how we thought back then. And I guarantee you, I know anyone and everyone that I know, had we dated any celebrity Back then from the 80s, the 90s, whatever, you would have known about it. The whole school, gym class, you name it. We're going to pull out photographs, pictures, or something. Polaroid, something. You know, you're going to have a friend in a closet or standing outside. We're going to be in the basement. They're going to take a snapshot. We're going to have something. A proof. Because the validity of being with someone that's a star, it would have had to have validation. We would not have been talking about, okay, it's top secret, I can't tell anybody. No, everybody in the world gonna fucking know. Because if everyone already know you like Prince and everything, and they're on your wall and everything, it's going to be known. We were crazy teenagers back then, but our parents knew what we were doing, but they just saw it as being normal. <laughs> But anyway, I just want to give these scenarios of being a teenager and how teenagers can be um, when they're young and and how um, sometimes teenagers date people their own age. Sometimes they date them a little older. Sometimes they date them a little younger. You know, um, it really depends on the person. It depends on the mind. It depends on the maturity, you know, so on and so forth. Some of us had um, guys that liked our friends instead. You know, we, we just had all kind of different scenarios that was going on. But it was amicable. You know, we were not fighting each other and beating up each other. And we weren't like on the reality shows, like you took my man and you been with my man. All that. We were none of that drama. We were young. But um, we had those open relationships that... Everyone seemed to understood, you know. Every now and then we had a heartbreak of someone that we really liked. But um, for the most part, it really wasn't that um, often because we weren't really focused on being um, committed long term. Anyway, um, I just want to give a series of these, um, like I said, of these scenarios on this commentary of of dating and being a teenager 
which is I feel it could be related to the R. Kelly trial in Chicago, just to give a scenario how a teenage mind could really be um, at the age of 13, 14, and 15, which is this young teenager said she had been with R. Kelly at the age of 13, 14, and 15. And, um, but when, but at those ages, that was supposed to have been like her first time, you know. Um, <clears throat> most of the time, too, um, when I was a teenager, we used to go with our friends. So we really weren't going alone when we used to go uh, meet up with people and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I just, you know, when I look at the scenario, like I said, it's, it's different. You know, and as far as Aaliyah is concerned, you know, um, I know in the past trial they wanted to bring her up. I just know for a fact that um, that I know for a fact Aaliyah was 18 when she got in the industry because when she actually signed to the label, how I know is because her mother is my mom's sister. And I know that our grandmother did marry one of her daughters, if not some of her daughters, off at a young age who wanted to get married. And one of my aunts was 16 years old who married a 21-year-old. And my grandmother consented to it in court, and the judge married him in court. So my grandmother was very aware of that, you know. Um, And she consented to it and made sure that he had a job. And she was from the South. And they believe in marriage and not shacking up. Shacking up means that you don't live together unmarried too damn long. Um, But after a while, there were certain other relatives that just believed in common law marriage instead. But the grandparents were still against that because they didn't feel like, well, why don't you just get married and do the real damn thing then? You know? Um... So those scenarios are like that because I the reason why I say that I know that Aaliyah was um, of age and 18 years old when she started working with Robert is because when I was brought over to um, Barry and Diane's house and Aaliyah was getting ready to do Star Search, Aaliyah was like 11 years old then. She was 11 years old and I remember her coming out and she sung Bloody Valentine, the song that she was going to do. And um, she looked so cute and everything, you know. And um, I was trying to break into the industry myself at that time because I was in junior high school. And um, and I was going on some talent shows that I did win. In fact, I won a talent show that I actually beat um, Destiny's Child. And I was won first place, but I gave them my prize instead because I didn't have a manager. And their management asked me to let them have first place win. But um, I know that Aaliyah was 11 when she did Star Search, but I remember Diane saying that she wasn't going to allow Aaliyah to um, pursue the singing career until she graduated from high school and that she was of age of 18. And I know she said that, and I and I remember her saying that, and she was not going to let her sign no deals until she was actually 18 years old. Not 16, but 18. And I remember her saying that, and yes, Aaliyah did graduate. Aaliyah did graduate a little early. Aaliyah had graduated like at the age of 17, 
but Diane still was not going to allow her to sign a record deal until she was 18. So I believe that she was definitely still like 18 years old when she started working with R. Kelly, because that's my aunt, that's my mom's sister. And her mother was actually a part of a, a singing group called the MDTLs, which was managed by Joe Jackson, the Jackson Five father. He was their manager. So she was in that singing group. So she, so she knows about being in singing groups. She knows about signing deals. She knows about management. She knew about all of that. So, no, I can't jump on that bandwagon and say, oh, my God, he was with a young girl. No, no, no. Because in the industry, for publicity purposes, most record companies, if you look younger than what you are, they're going to change your age and say that you're younger than what you are. And to me, as far as I'm concerned, that's what they did with Aaliyah. They said she was 16 instead of 18 just because she looked younger than what she was because she did graduate at 17. And so did my cousin Taja. My cousin Taja also graduated early too, as well. So there you go. Okay, well, that's going to conclude tonight's um, commentary on the R. Kelly Chicago federal trial that's currently going on. And I just wanted to tonight get some scenarios on being a teenager because I used to be a teenager too and how teenagers can do and what they may do, what they can do, have done, what they may be doing now, you know. Um, and that's about it. In fact, my daughter called me up one day and told me when she was 14 years old, she said, Mom, I did it. You did what? I had sex for the first time. I, what? Kristen, what are you talking about? You busted cherry? My friend told the same thing to her dad. She called her dad up when she did it. Daddy, I bust my cherry. Okay, so those things happen. And I was shocked that my daughter did it. I said, now let me ask you a question. I asked my daughter, I said, was it consensual? Did you do it because you want to do it? Or did you were you forced to do it? Because there's a difference. And she said, no, Ma, I liked him. I wanted to do it. I said, oh, my God. And she had already started getting hickeys. And them hickeys, yeah, I had some of those, too. And all my friends. Because when you got a hickey, that was the proof that you had really been with that person. <laughs> you had to leave your mark that was your tattoo anyway thank you for listening this is Variety Shanavere Fakashi Media Podcast Live giving you a commentary on R. Kelly Federal Chicago trial currently going on in Chicago and giving you a commentary on the fact that um, has been said on the witness stand lately that the young tape um, person, young lady, young girl at one time, mother was on a witness stand recently and said that she had been with R. Kelly and the daughter had been with R. Kelly and they'd been with his wife. Then it was one point in time that they once said that 
R. Kelly left his wife for the 14-year-old. <laughs> oh, my God. I know Rob really well, and I don't think he left his wife for a 14-year-old. Uh, Drea is pretty flexible, boo, and she definitely know what to do. So, um, anyway, um, that's about it. Take care. Thank you for listening.
me a body calling. 